Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. And fat and chubby. That's where <laughs> yeah. I want to start. Fat and chubby. What are you talking about? What, that, that's you going to insult the guy? That's, oh. how, that's what his name is. Yo, yo, yo. What up? It's Chris Sims. Uh, nah, just kidding. It is producer Pete Demolitis again, a.k.a. Pete Demolitis. Uh, we've got another Super Bowl interview episode for you. It's our Wide Receiver Wednesday edition today. So you'll hear Chris and Mike uh, from Radio Row in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago talking with some of the best young wideouts in the league. So first, we got Justin Jefferson tells us why he's frustrated about his contract negotiations. And speaking of contracts, uh, his former LSU teammate, Jamar Chase, uh, admits that he cares about being paid more than Jefferson with his next deal. And then uh, Rams rookie phenom Puka Nakua joins us, talks about being, quote, chubby and why teams missed on him in the draft. And then Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith tells us why Philly could not stop their late season collapse. And last but not least, uh, Bears wide receiver DJ Moore uh, gives us his pitch for why Chicago should keep Justin Fields. So sit back and enjoy the interviews. Since we've seen the gritty ball. <laughs> there, there it is, it week is. 18. Justin Jefferson, he was the offensive player of the year for 2022 and would have been again this year, but for that hamstring injury in week five. Would have had 2,000 yards this year, yeah. oh, but yeah. for that hamstring oh, injury. Oh my God, here we go. And here right. he is. Here we Justin Jefferson. I've been waiting all week. I've been waiting all week. Let me enjoy myself. He wouldn't even be sitting here. He'd be getting ready for the Super Bowl, damn it. Yeah. He literally, like, when you make plays like that, I, it's like, it's such fanboy, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he literally will be like, I don't know why they're just throwing him every play. I don't know why they're just, that's I don't care dog. that he's quadruple cover. Just throw it up to him. He'll probably catch it. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what he is saying every week. Yes. Well, and you know what? If you don't get injured and if Perk doesn't get injured, I fully believe you wouldn't be sitting there right now. I, I think agree. you'd be in the hotel or on the practice field or wherever getting ready for the game. I agree. I agree. I mean, just... What I was doing, you know, before I got hurt, um, you know, just how Kirk was playing uh, before he got hurt. So it, it, it just was a tough season, you know, just with all of the different injuries, uh, even a turnover battle that we were facing every single week. Yeah, um, the fumbles you know, early in the year, right? The, yes, man. It, it, it definitely was a, a difficult year for us, um, you know, just with all of that has happened, you know. But uh, I, I'm still, you know, grateful by just, you know, finishing the year off. Uh, with a thousand, um, you know, of course, I wanted to, to you know, hold that that um, uh, consistent, you know, battle of getting yeah. a thousand yards yeah. every single year. Right. Uh, so, you know, even missing all of the games that I did, I was I was definitely happy to, to uh, achieve that goal. Yeah. So who do I have to go see? Who do I have to bribe? Who do I have to threaten to get you paid and get Kirk paid and to run it back one more time? Wait, 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 wait. Just like, just a second. This guy now, he is so all in on you. He's in on Kirk Cousins now, too, right? Yeah. He was Mr. Mr. I love him. I love him not. I love him. I love him not. Hey, after now, that San Francisco game, I love him. Hate, it's a love hate relationship. Huh? And it's all love, love. He's like, we gotta have more cousins than Jefferson. Hey, man, that's that's my guy, man. I, hey, I, I'm not sure what you gotta do. I'm not sure how much you gotta put up. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, I'm. I, I will always continue to be myself. I, I will always continue to play the game the way I know how to play it. Uh, and I will always give my all out there on that field. So, 
I know the money is going to come. I know the contract is going to come. Um, I'm just going to be waiting patiently, patiently you know. Um, Did your patience run out at some point? You know, it, it, it kind of gets frustrating, you know, at, at some point in time. Uh, you know, of course, you know, just what all I have, you know, done with the, uh, for the organization. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough sport. Yeah. Injuries yeah. happen. Of course, of course. And, you know, I, of course I know that, you know, I'm still – you know, early in my contract, my rookie contract, uh, but no one has done what I've done before. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, excited to just be a part of the organization, uh, and hopefully they, they feel that I'm valuable enough to, to give me, it doesn't matter the amount of, you know, zeros, but uh, I just want to play football and want to be a part of the organization that, you know, values me and wants me, wants me there. And at a certain point, and it sounds cliche, but it is about respect. It's what sure. the numbers represent sure. that sure. you recognize and you acknowledge and everyone knows what I am and for what sure. I do for this team. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's what you're going to have to, you know, keep in mind. You know, of, of course, just like I always say to, to everyone that asks me this question, um, you know, when, you, when you're going out shopping for a car, you try to, get, you try to pay as, as, le- as least as possible, yeah. even though you know – that it's an expensive car, right? But you try to you try to get as you as, try to nickel even and if it's ten cents little, off, right. you know you gonna <laughs> right. try to get it off. Right. So uh, I know that it's a business. I know that you know they have money in their pockets that they're trying to keep. Uh, but I, I know the value that I have. You know I know that what I bring to the table for this team, uh, and I know the value that I have every time I step foot on that field. So um, I, I, I have faith in in my circle, the people that I have, you know, talking for me. Uh, in, in in the conversation with the the contract, but uh, you know I'm just gonna let it play its course and still continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, you should be paid. You should be paid as the highest receiver in football, and maybe like you and Jamar Chase are gonna deal duel it out for <laughs> richest receiver. Yeah. You know what I thought would be another good way to get him on the Vikings and make sure it gets done. I mean, he bought you prizes last year. Yes. Why is he going to buy you prizes this year? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why are we not going to do it? Does he want you back or not? There's, I mean, no, what prize, is there's no prize for would have had 2,000 yards. I'm sorry. But we don't have a prize for that. But what That's about true. I'm that your biggest fanboy and I'll just buy you I, a prize because you're on my I, favorite I team? I would be willing to right? kick in a little bit for the contract <laughs> to get it done. Damn, see? Right. If you think of something before but, we're done but here, tell we, me. We don't do the prizes right. anymore after that computer last year. Damn, that thing was expensive. That was what awesome. the hell? Why didn't you just but ask hey, for a car? Hey, I put right? it to work though. That's good. Yeah, I put it to work. I play. I play it very, very often, good. and I love it. I appreciate it good. so much. I appreciate it very much. Tell me about like the thing. Uh, you know, we were hitting on this before we came on air a little bit. You were the man in college, right? Yeah. You got Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, LSU, yeah. one of the greatest teams we ever saw. Yeah. You're in a whole nother stratosphere now. For sure. Like. I'm watch. I follow you on social media. Yeah. You're hanging out with Travis Scott last week <laughs> backstage and all these ballers. Yeah. Kind of just talk about kind of life and like how you're handling all this. Yeah, it's been interesting. I would say um, I've been places where I only could dream of, met people that I only could dream of. Um, you Doing know, just, big time commercials. Yeah, man, it's it's been a journey, dog. I'm I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed to be in the situation that I'm in. Uh, with all of these different opportunities to meet different people, to to have all of these different ad- endorsement deals, um, and just to be one of the faces of the NFL, right. it's just something that doesn't come very often, uh, especially where where I'm from. So uh, I'm definitely grateful, definitely living through every single moment that I can, um, and, and trying to enjoy every single moment that I can. I understand that this life is short, and football won't last forever. Right. So um, while I'm you know on the top of the platform. Uh, I want to experience all of the stuff that I can uh, and enjoy, you know, it as much as possible. So it's it's been it's been a journey. And, Justin, you know, the other part of it, too, this is a testament to your character and your upbringing that and this is something Patrick Mahomes has done or has not done. Yeah. You haven't changed. Yeah. You're still the same guy. You're not big time now. For sure. You're not. Oh, we're not going to go on the show with these two dumbasses. You know, <laughs> you, you, you still you're, you're still the same guy. You's all well, you buy him gifts. That's true. <laughs> even if even if we hadn't, you still sure. you still are the same guy. You're oh, still sure. grounded. You're still who you are. The fame and everything that goes with it hasn't caused it all to go to your head. Oh, and that shouts out to my to my family. You know, to my mom and dad for for teaching me how to, to how to be that way. To to keep my head on my shoulders. Uh, to not let the fame and the hype and, uh, you know, what I'm doing 
uh, kind of changed the way I, I, I truly am. And uh, I, I will always continue to be that, that way also. You know, I always will continue to be myself uh, and won't change, you know, for the contract, for all of the money that I have, uh, all of the fame that I have. You know, I will always continue to have the relationships that I have with the different people. Um, and, and I always know that, you know, it goes a long way just having uh, that type of relationship, you know, just being a good person other than just, you know, being good on the football field. We're running out of time in our show, but we got to let you take care of your folks' sleep number. So oh, give yeah. us your sleep number pitch as we go out the door. Now nah, we already know sleep number is the best bed of all. 80% of NFL players use the sleep number smart Amazing. bed. 80%. Right. That's a big number. That is. I need to get me one. You still don't have no, one? No, I know. How I many just... times have I been on here <laughs> well, and I talk about the sleep we numbers get you, get and you don't have a bed get, yet? Get what is going on? Sleep number. What is going on? We don't have a bed for him yet. We're coming on here talking about the bed. He doesn't have a bed. Yet. I don't think they make him big enough for this guy. <laughs> All right, thank you, Justin. Thank you, awesome as always. Chiefs don't be here next year. Chiefs, don't man. be I'm here next year. Home, be getting ready for the Super Bowl next year. In four games this season, do you feel like you've had less time to get open and create space for yourself? Nah, I'm open. I'm always open. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. 7 Eleven. That's all I got to say, brother. He is always yes. open. Even when he's not open, Our he is open. Right Jamar Chase, Bengals receiver, one of the greats in the NFL right now. Great to see you, Jamar. Thank y'all for having me. Nice to see y'all. What is it every year that takes you guys like a little bit to get going on the offensive side of the ball, right? Even when you Man, get to the you Super jump Bowl. jump right into it. No yeah. small hey. talk. No, hey, I don't no mind that. No shortcuts. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't tiptoe. I just heard what he said on there. He threw the F word out there. We're getting right to it. Shortcuts. I mean, at the end of the day, it happens, man, and um, I, I don't know why we always start off so slow, but you know, I would love to start off fast. I mean, we got to work on that as a, yeah. as a whole unit. And, um, you know, maybe maybe we just got to come down to some core plays that we just like running off first play, couple plays of the game. Right, right. You like, like a better openers, right, right. to just get just you going that way. Maybe, you know, we got to yeah. see play around, see what we can do. Yeah, okay. I like that. Um, you're, you are like – all right, first off, I want to pick a fight between you two, actually. All right, there we go. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> you know who his favorite receiver is? That's fine. He's a Vikings Justin fan. Jefferson, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Jamar's number two. I'm always kind of trying to ain't, tell him, like, you're better, than J- you're better than J.J., but he, uh, he don't want to hear it. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no. Who is better between the you, uh, well, two of you? I'm not going to say him. <laughs> you're not going to say him. Like that. I love him like that. Are, are you, I, I think I got the impression you're waiting to see what happens with his deal so then you can do a better deal. Is that what you're waiting for? I mean, um, I have zero control right now, man. Honestly, I'm just going to let God take his toll and, and guide me through this right now. Um, but, you know, I would love to get a deal done this year. Uh, we got a lot of pieces we got to take care of already. So, you know, I'm just going to sit back and be patient. But there's a little inkling in you that just wants to make sure you get a little more than J.J., right? I mean, I would if he was my boy from college. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, I mean, that's going to go away. You go, see, you're going way back to college where we just talking trash all day. Man. Yeah, right. I mean, so, right. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, who knows what he's asking. He's probably want quarterback money, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> well, he, don't you? Deserves, don't you I want mean, quarterback money? I want, I want it, too. He, yeah. deserves and, it. I deserve it. he knows me well enough to know I'm a firm believer that great players should get paid what mm-hmm. they're worth. You only got a limited number of years yeah. where they're going to pay you that kind of money. Get what you can while you can. How do you balance that against we got a team, and there's only so much to go around. I mean, yeah. Joe got his. Joe got what he deserved. Yeah. How do you strike that balance for yourself? Yeah, um, at the end of the day, it depends on, you know, if you want to be with a good team or you uh, just want it for the money. You know, at the end of the day, I want a championship. I want to get a Super Bowl. And uh, as all greats say, you know, that's what they all want too. And um, that's what it's going to come down to, you know, when my time is up with the deal and, you know, and it's actually time for me to do the deal. So um, only God can tell, man. But you're you're willing, like it sounds like, to make a little sacrifice for the team. Like I, I know I know you want to maximize I wanna, money. I yeah, hear you. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. I but make you're it not willing to like. I can, but I don't want. You don't want to ruin the team over every last be, dollar. You know, yeah. Right. Then right. It's gonna be worse than what it is now. You know what I'm saying? Just straight cloud the whole game, and you know what I'm saying. And right. I might get mad, take myself out the game, or some other stuff. So, right. You know, I gotta keep pieces around. That's how. That's how good teams stay good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you played the Chiefs week 17, New Year's Eve, did you think after that game this is a team that's going to be in the Super Bowl? Um, nah, I mean, everybody know I don't really like the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? You know, we know you don't like them, right? I ain't going to never cheer for them. Yeah. So. But 
but you thought there was a chance, even because we were all sitting here yeah. going, man, the Christmas Honestly, game, you saw them against the yeah. Raiders, they stunk, right? You yeah. were going like, holy crap. I mean, they did, they did. They, they turned it up after our game, I would say. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, right. it, it was a different type of football team, and, and it showed after they played us, you know what I'm saying? And, and we got the best out of them, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Jay came in, played a great game, you know what I'm saying? T came in and unfortunately ended up getting himself banged up. Yeah. I was already banged up, so it, it wasn't already going our way that game. Yeah, so, um, the gear wasn't going your way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, I mean, we, we put our foot down and, and played through it at the end of the day. Right. All right. So, you played both teams, right? You, you you went into San Francisco, beat the 49ers, I think, 31-17, midpoint of the year, or week seven or eight. Yeah. Right? Give us your your kind of scouting assessment of both teams and kind of how you think this matchup plays uh, out. Yeah, so, from my pers- from my my perspective on what I see from, you know, how we played those two teams, um, when we played 49ers, Joe was 100% healthy. Right. And everyone's seen how that transitions from him being healthy and him not being healthy. Yeah. Um, and that's the biggest discussion right now. Like, it's, it's, it's easy to see. And, you know, when Jake came in, um, you know, we changed up the offense a little bit, but Jake came in and, and filled in, did his role, right. made plays. And you can't blame a backup quarterback for not no, doing that. He's not Joe Burrow. Right. He, he can't be Superman, but right. as long as he come in and makes plays and, you know, he gives opportunity to his playmakers, man. So as a quarterback, you want that. Yeah. So, so off of that, because you chickened out there, who do you think? Like, where are you giving them? Where are you giving the lean here? Like, where do you think? Who? who where, where? do you expect um, this game to go? For me, I, I think 49ers going. I think it's going to be a close game, man. It's two outstanding defense at yeah. the end of the day. And right. It, it's going to be all about who gets the most pressure on the quarterback. You yeah. Know what I'm saying, and uh, well, got the best scheme. Um, but I probably got like I got 49ers by a field goal. 49ers by a field goal. Oh, field goal. Wow. I got All it right. close. Wow. You're one of the few, right? You really are. We've only had like two people so far. I think the 49ers can win that kind of game. They they, they can, and, and not saying pressures on Brock Purdy, but pressures on his playmakers at the end of the day because yeah. they got to win the one-on-one matchups. They got to want to get open, and the receivers got to be yak after catches and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the receivers and the tight end and Chris McCaffrey, those guys got to. Got to be on their A game. Right. The stuff yeah. that you do and the T. Higgins does, that's what those guys are going to have to do. They're going to have to get open and make it happen. What's the challenge when you lose your starting quarterback to yeah. kind of get everybody focused and determined? We can still do what we're trying to do. Yeah. This just doesn't end the season. And it didn't. You guys were still in it up until yeah. the very end. What's that, what's that experience like, though, trying to rally a locker room mm-hmm. to say, our leader's gone, our best player's gone, our quarterback's gone, what do we do going forward? Yeah, um, I think that's where the other captains come into play at. You know what I'm saying? And um, I had to step into that role and be a little more vocal. Um, you know, Trey Henderson, you know, he doesn't be vocal, but he, he had to be vocal. Um, Sam Hubbard, like, those guys has to speak up and, you know, be the captain that Joe was. And at the end of the day, um, you know, what I did was just cheer Jake on. You know what I'm saying? I was always on his side, cheering for him, competing for him. And at the end of the day, that's all I got asked for because – you know, like I said, he's the backup, and I just let him come in and play his game freely. I didn't coach him. I didn't say throw me the ball this way. And I, you know, I just let him come in and play his game. Yeah. What, what, what the relationship with, the, like, you and Joe? Give us, like, a little inside look. Like, yeah. I know you guys are boys, right? But how much boys? Are we playing, like, Madden together? <laughs> are we, like, hanging out drinking beers every now and then? <laughs> or is it more like, no, we're kind of just boys when we're in the facility and we yeah. know everything about each other football-wise? Yeah, um, I think I think it's both, man. We, we know each other off the field, too, you know, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we go hang out at each other's at each other's houses. You know, I try to get them outside with me sometimes. Smoke so. some cigars. Smoke some cigars. You okay. know what I'm saying? So yeah. All you know, right. He he does a little bit, but um, you know that's not really his comfort zone, and I'll be trying to get him out of his comfort zone just. Yeah. Open up a little bit. Right. You try to get him out there, get yeah. him social. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Hey, Joe, don't be such a quarterback nerd all the time. I Live mean, life a little. Nah, you could be a quarterback nerd because <laughs> you like that. Smart. You need yeah, to be that quarterback smart, nerd, brother. I love it. <laughs> One thing you have in common with Justin Jefferson, you're both great receivers, two of the best in the league. Another thing, he was here for sleep number. You're here for sleep yeah. number. Make it, let's see if you're – we'll put them up side by side. We'll <laughs> see whose sleep number pitch is better. Okay. Here's yours. All right. So I'm here today with sleep number. And, you know, as you know, it's 80% of – NFL players with sleep number, and they give us that to make sure we get better tracking on our sleep, better performance for our games. Right. Um, they actually gave me a sleep doctor to give me ex- extra pointers on how I should sleep, what time I should go to sleep by, so I should start doing a schedule. Right. Um, and my sleep number is at 40 right now, so you know I'm getting decent sleep. It could be better, but I'm getting decent sleep, and that's what the sleep doctor did for me. 
and you know I'm gonna take his his pointers that he gave me and try them out this next year. Are you a nap guy, or do you just do all your sleeping at night? I do all my sleeping at night. Right. I'm right, young, so I gotta be going. All right. All right, all right. You don't need time. sleep. You're don't young and full of energy. And put everybody to sleep. <laughs> Give me a damn sleep, sleep number, Jamar. We'll be back with more PFT live right after this. I need one. Coming. Thanks, soon. Jamar. <laughs> Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Stafford ready calls for the snap. Here comes the rush. He throws right side alone. It's Puka to the end zone. A walk-off winner. Nakua Matata. It means no worries. That's just one of the many highlights generated this past season by our next guest. Puka. Nakua, one of the finalists for Offensive Rookie of the Year, record setter, incredible, breaking a record that dated back to 1961. I mean, incredible. And fat and chubby. That's where I <laughs> yeah. want to start. Fat and chubby. What are you talking about? Well, that, that's you going to insult name, the guy? That's, oh. what, that's what his name means. That was incredible. I just have learned this recently. That's, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. So, so give everybody the back because now everybody's like, wait, you're calling this guy fat and chubby? Yeah. My, so, my yeah. grandma gave me that nickname in Samoan, uh, Puka. That's what Puka means is fat and chubby. And as the, the little baby, I was the bodyguard at the, <laughs> for all, the, all the, the preschool kids and stuff like that. That's what I I got named because I was walking around like a tank. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you were the chubby kid, and then when did it all start to, like, fall off and you became Mr. Athlete guy? <laughs> I, like, my freshman year, I think I hit six foot just before, like, everybody else did, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of tall, and my, everybody's like, my head was a little bit bigger, and I was like, <laughs> you had a grown thin. Head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I, I had a similar thing, actually. I had a big head, too. <laughs> when did you know that you had a particular talent to catch things? Uh, uh, I don't think it, it, it was uh, – Oh, yeah, it was something I had to work on. Catching the ball was actually one of my least. Uh, my I wasn't good at it you first. Yeah, I wasn't. It. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. natural for me. What'd so. you do to get better at it? Uh, playing basketball, catching tennis balls and the golf balls. Like while we were doing training, just catching different sizes because I was like really trying to go watch it all the way in the hand. And then I realized I was like, man, I needed forearm grip and grip strength to be able to secure it because I mean, not every ball is going to hit you as thick in the palm as you want it to. So being able to really clamp down as soon as you get it. What's the hardest part of it? Is it looking it all the way in? Or something else? Yeah, looking it all the way in because some, especially with. Matthew Stafford out there. The ball spins perfectly every single time. So I'm like, oh, I know exactly where it's going to be. And I'm turning my head and then I, I missed it. The, the ball's going 7,000 miles per hour and it hit me right in my middle of the chest and I dropped it. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Matthew. Well, you're on, like, talk about Stafford because I, I think a lot of the public only here recently has realized how great his arm is and all the different sides. Like, were you blown away when you first saw Matt Stafford throw the ball in person? For the first time was like during, before OTAs, I got invited just to throw routes on air. And right. Like, I don't think a single ball hit the ground unless a receiver had dropped it. Like yeah. He took that much pride in throwing the ball, and then every single ball was spinning like it was perfect a, spiral. A perfect spiral yeah. every single time. Right. A, a play action, a, a deep setup, a quick drop back. Like Every single one was just perfect as it could be. And I was like, wow, I think I could catch the ball really easy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it made it so nice. <laughs> did, your, did your family enjoy all the play on words with your name this year? Right, Because like, I feel like sometimes like when we first started like kind of like, you know, 
Hakuna Matata and all that <laughs> stuff. You're like, I don't know. Are we being disrespectful to this guy or is this like cool to do, right? I think yeah, we I all know. kind of crossed into it my It never brain. stops you, though. It doesn't stop you because then other people started to do it. And you're like, well, I guess it's okay. Yeah, right? everybody started tagging along. The Nakua Matata one, I think, was the one that my family jumped on. And they were like, wow, we really like that they one. Like We're going to go one? with that Okay, one. good, yeah. good. So they weren't offended. It encompasses everybody. That's why. Yeah. Good, good. We got yeah, a lot of important things to talk about, but one of the most important is something that you pointed out just before we got started. Can't hide money. Uh, there it is. Look at that. <laughs> look at look that. that. Tell us about the chain. Bling, bling yeah, right I, there. I just secured my first new chain. Shout out to Aaron Donald. The uh, Mo Diamonds. Uh, man, it's sweet. Um, Aaron Donald is the the goat, uh, leader of our team, and somebody I got to hang out with, and uh, it was uh, a huge blessing to get this. And number seventeen, I don't think I can change the number now. He might. No, you're stuck. <laughs> you're stuck. Well, and like Shohei Otani is wearing your jersey no, now. You're really stuck. Yeah, yeah like, You have no set. choice. <laughs> and like that chain for Aaron Donald, that's like the chain that hangs on his chain. That's not even anything. No, for yeah, him. this might be his uh, his anklet. Actually. His anklet, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you know, I do draft evals and all this stuff, right? Uh, watched you at BYU. You're a fifth-round pick, right? I liked your tape and everything. Like, what did I miss? What did we all miss, right, in, in your opinion? And, 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 and off of that, did you change when you got to the NFL as far as, like, shedding weight, getting faster, anything like that? But what did we all miss? Um, I guess it's something that doesn't get, uh, like, it's not lined up on the combine. It's, uh, I, lo- I love the, just passion. I think that's the number one thing. I, I, I try to make sure that it is, uh, you can try to see it through the tape. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, nothing. I didn't change. I actually got heavier from when I from the combine to going into the Rams. I got, so you put some I, I, I put weight some, on. I put some weight on. So right. I didn't realize how uh, involved I would be in the run game, and then try, trying to run through some of these guys who are a lot bigger. Fred Warner as another BYU guy. Like that guy's not easy to get hit by. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you there. All right. So so you just feel like it was one of those where people didn't maybe. I think I undervalued your size in general. I don't know if I really realized you were this big, it, and then. <laughs> Your speed is, I think, what shocked all of us, Yeah. right? I mean, I knew you're route running and you're fearless over the middle, but I didn't see a ton of, like, BYU. I catch the ball and go 70 yeah, yards up the middle. Yeah, 100%. And this year you're doing it like uh, like it's nothing, almost weekly. Yeah, I guess uh, being uh, being super competitive, I, I grew up with a lot of brothers, and then just being in that facility, I think of all the guys I got to go against it, just in our, our Rams camp and stuff yeah. like that and how much that understanding the offense and, like, where's the ability I can really run full speed. Right. You know, in, in the game of football, Every route I run is not at 100%. Yeah, you I'm not running full speed. So and, finding right. that, that the, the controlled balance and speed to really allow them, I, I think, my acceleration is to take off. Yeah, How did gotcha. your body feel when the season finally ended? Because we saw you play through a lot. There was one game where you're walking off like this and you came back and played later in the game. We were amazed by that. How do you feel when you get to the end of the season? <laughs> uh, like old, like I aged 25 years. <laughs> exactly. it's, been a, it's been a really long year, and then those 18 weeks just uh, really lasted a long time. But uh, uh, it was nice to lay down on my bed and just be like, not wake up at six in the morning and be like, all right, I got to go hit the cold tub and the ice tub to start the body going. So I, I laid down flat, got all the extra pillows stuffed up between my shoulders and stuff. I was like, I'm going to sleep in today. <laughs> uh, yeah, good for you. Good for you. What, what, all right. So, you know, I always know there's that transition. Like, I don't even know if you know, but I played quarterback in the NFL too and, and grew up around it. But like receiver going from college to the NFL there's a big adjustment. And, of course, there's more plays, and you're lined up in different areas. And, of course, like you said, the talent. You had Cooper Cup there, right, who's the ultimate professional. What were – give us some, like, tricks he gave you when you got to the NFL. You go, oh, man, I never did that or, or kind of showed you the way. Uh, his ability to make everything feel as a receiver, everything wants to be a go ball, but then, and especially in our offense, um, just his option, he works on a triple stick of going uh, left, right, left, or right, left, right, right. And just depending on which way it goes. And that was kind of like the base that he was like, hey, this is kind of where I start, and everything goes from there. So this is where I, I know I can do this move in my, in my release at the top of the route for this route. And just that now it's like, okay, now how do I marry every single route together? With so all boom, boom, movements? boom, go route. Boom, 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 slant route. Yep. And he just. Boom, 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 out route. Now right. boom, 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 in route. And then especially like in our option routes and stuff like that. And it just made everything like, oh, I can. My, my foundation allowed everything to kind of take off. And then as the week goes on, Coach McVay and Matthew Stafford, they're just dialing up the best stuff they could. So then it's like, okay, now it's like, what do you want to do? What do you excel at? So then yeah. it was so fun. Yeah, you got amazing. a great way about you. And I noticed it when we talked on the phone after that Colts game. We were talking earlier. It felt like forever ago. What makes you mad? I get the impression you never get mad. I, I haven't seen you <laughs> mad yet either. You're right. 
yeah, my losing, You're... losing. Either my my brothers for sure know how to press every single button I got. My <laughs> older brothers, that's one thing that they excel at. <laughs> so, like after the Lions playoff game, instead of getting consolation from them, they started looking for ways to give you a little. Uh, a little business here or there? Yeah, 100%. Whenever there's a bad play or something that they thought was uh, only like semi-good, they make sure to find their way to them. Like, hey, I could have done that better. You remember when I did this like that? <laughs> so so, like wait, how that. many brothers you have? I have five brothers. And where do you fit? I'm the second youngest. I have one younger brother. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you went through hell. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. still go through hell. My little brother, yeah, he's going through it. <laughs> All right, so I know you're going to be here for Pepsi, and we're, we want to hear your pitch here in a minute because, I mean, you're rookie of the year, all that type of stuff. We'll see how you are as a salesman. <laughs> yeah, you can't get a second chain right. if you don't <laughs> yeah, know how to you gotta, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta please Pepsi. But I do want to ask you, like, your moment this year in the NFL. One guy. Give me one guy either that you, you know, played against or, like, on the defensive side or even on the, on the other team's offense that you were just like, holy crap, I can't get over I didn't know that guy was that good. Or that made or you that say big, wow. Or just yeah. made you say made wow you say in wow. general. Um, Demarcus Lawrence was the, the DN for the Cowboys. Yep, the Cowboys. We, we do a lot of crack toss stuff, and I, I was involved you were in like, the run game. like, oh, he's big. Oh, my right? gosh. The coach <laughs> His like, shoulders yeah, are like. The coach <laughs> is like, yeah, you can go out <laughs> yeah. there and get that one block done. Cooking. I'm like, yeah, coach. And then we glide up, and I'm like. Why did he? Why did he grow seven more inches? What the heck? And then I went to go and hit the block, and it's like in slow motion. I can remember so vivid. He grabbed both my wrists, like left hand, right hand, grabbed both my wrists and threw me like a ragdoll you five no yards. Control. And then it was a six-yard loss, and I just remember like, coach is gonna kill me. I'm yeah. so that was that was not how that player was supposed to get drawn up. So <laughs> I saw him at the pro, but I had to let him know because I was like, I don't know if you remember. That's probably an everyday play for you, but I was like, I pride myself in blocking. You threw me like I was a little kid. Right. <laughs> what did he say? He was like, oh, yeah, I don't really remember that. I was like, oh, man, that yeah. makes me feel worse. You had a six-yard tackle Wasn't for the loss. was a special too. moment yeah, for him. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Give us your Pepsi pitch. Now it's time. Go. Pepsi pitch. I love uh, my wild cherry over here, but also it's your boy Puka Nakua over here, and I'm excited. I love C.J. Stroud, but also I think a wide receiver, it's the new era of catching the ball and being able yeah. to score touchdowns. I don't know if C.J., that little, the, that, I don't know how good I could do that yeah. dance, but I think I could drink some Pepsi drinks and uh, show love to a lot of the fans, so thank you. And oh, you and C.J. Good. are up good for job. the Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Year. Yes, sir. When do they, when do they announce that? Is it today, tomorrow? It's coming up, isn't it? I don't know, but it's going to be Puka Nakua, so it doesn't okay. matter. Okay, doesn't matter when, right? Just send me the trophy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so you're, you you could do the cherry the cherry Pepsi and all that. I'm oh, a yeah. classic guy, right? I love Pepsi. Right? I'm a Pepsi product guy. I'm not even saying that because they're here. I <laughs> no, mean, it's like, I, I'm the cherry for Just sure. don't show them what. Never mind. <laughs> I'm a Mountain Dew guy. I like all that. Yeah. Code Red goes crazy. <laughs> you're the man. All right, hey, Puka, congratulations so much. It's great to finally meet you, and we've been watching you all year long. We look forward to seeing awesome. what you become. We're very proud of you, even though we're not related to you and we don't know you. We just feel like we're on your side 100%. It's been great to talk to you, and we wish you all the best. Way to go, Thank Fat and so Chubby. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we'll be back with more right after this. Hurts back again. He steps up. He's looking. He is going deep. And it is caught. It is caught down the far side of the field. Ooh, it is Skinny Batman. Smith for a touchdown. That's Skinny Batman. And the Batman. Eagles take the lead. That's Skinny Batman. Skinny Batman. Skinny Batman getting it done. Skinny Batman skinny here with Batman. us. Devontae You're too Smith. skinny, man. You can't play in this league. You're going to get hurt. You can't handle it, man. <laughs> You're proving them all wrong. What do they got to say now? What do you got to say to him? Just continue to do what I've been doing. Right. You're doing great, man. We, we, we've had a lot of fun watching you so far. Another 1,000-yard really receiving season for Devontae Smith right. three years in. Doesn't it fly by? I feel like we were just talking to you as you are getting ready to get drafted. Yeah, definitely, man. Time moves fast. Yeah, it does. It does. All right, so, you know, well, like, do you – how much – we're here now. You just told me you're going home Saturday. How much – how many times this year, how many times this week do you still think about last year's Super Bowl? Um, anytime, you know, it comes on, something like that, like I'm at a restaurant this playing, I think about time, you know, man, you know, it's, it's hard to get there. Right. And, you know, you never know if you're going to get back. So, right. you know, you have that one opportunity, you were so close, and you just always think about, man. Like, like we just had Bobby Wagner here, and he said literally they won one and they lost one, and the stronger feeling is the one he lost, yep. right? He That hurts him, and he feels that more. So are you at a point where, like, you see the game come on from last year or highlights like you turn the tv off you don't even want to live with it or you can at least like deal with it and that that kind of thing i can deal with you it. can deal with, I can it. Deal with it yeah yeah does it make it harder that this year you guys were 11 and 1 and and i know you weren't blowing people out but you're still 11 and 1 
You're 11-1, and then it turned the other way. Does it make it harder to deal with the fact that it felt like we had a chance to get back there, but then something went haywire? Um, it is, it is kind of tough because um, you think about everything that you did in those 12 weeks prior to, you know, the downfall, and it was just like it wasn't pretty, but we were getting it done. And then it came to a point where we couldn't get it done. So it was just like, were we just getting away with it or were we actually just going out there executing the small things that got us to where we was? Where do you feel like it went wrong, right? I mean, I know you don't have the exact answer, but guys in the locker room usually have a little feel about the mojo of the locker room and the team, right? Like, what was your sense and kind of why it kind of started to snowball downhill? Um, I just I just feel like we just couldn't find a way to stop the bleeding. I feel like everybody still had the goal as the goal. Everybody was still chasing that goal, but uh, we just couldn't find a way to stop the bleeding. Like, you could, feel, could you feel, like, do you think the team, like, felt the pressure of, like, hey, we got to do something? Like, did it become like that where tension? I don't think it was pressure because right. I feel like guys were still attacking the week the same way. Right. The energy at practice and everything was still good, but we just could not find a way to stop. Did yeah. it start with the 49ers game? I feel like that was the thing that started the bleeding that couldn't be stopped. Um, yeah, I would say that, that's where it started. You know, um, that little stretch we went through, you know, that, that's a tough stretch. There was a and, tough um, you know. Getting down, you know, every game came down to, you know, the last possession. So, you know, like I said, it was a tough stretch, and um, I think that's where it kind of started. You know, guys were getting fatigued, and not to make an excuse, but, you know, it's a long season, and you have to find a way to get around it, and I just feel like we never got around it. Right. Long season last year, too. It starts to pile up, right? Yeah. You know, who's, who's the guy in the locker room, like, you guys got so many great leaders, and you got so many great damn football players. It's probably a big part of the disappointment because you're like, damn, we're good. How could this happen? Who's the guy in the locker room that's kind of like, you know, what the, what the hell are we doing? What's, let's go, mofos. What the hell are we do? Who's that guy that kind of speaks up? I feel like we have uh, had a lot of guys that had those conversations, right. whether it was me, Jalen, Kelsey, Fletch, AJ. Um, a lot of guys had those conversations. We, either, we even started, you know, our own meetings having those conversations. I remember and, hearing that. And it just... I don't know, man. It was just hard to turn around. Yeah, right. You 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 played both of these teams, right? Give us your little scouting report on what jumps out to you about about both that impresses you and maybe where they could be had too. Um, two very explosive offenses. Right. Um, you know, having a guy like Patrick Mahomes back there, and then you have Travis Kelsey with him. Um, you know, you can never count those guys out. Right. You know, they've been they've been there plenty of times. Coach Reed, he's been there plenty of times. And, you know, you can never count those guys out. They, The moment is never too big for them. But, right. you know, with the 49ers having the dynamic offense that they have, um, Shanahan over there, um, it's it's tough when you have that many guys on the offensive side of the ball that's so explosive. Right. You, you, I get the sense there. Are you leaning 49ers in this matchup a little bit? Um, no, I don't necessarily have. A, a, oh, don't a give me that bull crap, Devontae. Never, never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so hey, there you have it. The That's where we're, like no joke. I mean, we said the same thing last year when you were getting ready to play him. We kind of said the you same guys thing. had a better not... team, but it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, and we felt like you guys hadn't been in any close games where they were playing in these close games, and we we're like they're going to be used to it if it's close. Did that kind of come into your guys' psychology at all, or do you feel like that was the fact that you steamrolled everybody almost hurt you in the Super Bowl? Um, no, I feel like we was always ready for the moment. Um, I think it was just, you know, some plays that we wish we could have had back. Right. That, you know, it, it, the game comes down to who, who takes the ball, and we didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, when the Eagles start off 0-0 zero and, zero and start winning games, what's going to be the reason why the Eagles have found their mojo again? Um... Everybody just having faith in each other, knowing that, you know, the guys that was there last year that's going to still be there this year, knowing what last year felt like, knowing what went wrong, um, and just what it took for us to, to get back and what it's going to take for us not to get back where we was. You, you, um, you, 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 like, your team, you, yourself, right? I always, I think I've asked you this before, but, like, give me one or two guys in football right now Offense, defense, right? Receiver that you admire most. You can't say A.J. Brown, all right? But somebody else out there that you look at and go, wow, like my first few years in the league, I am like, I didn't realize that guy was that good. And give me one on the defensive side, too. Um, I was, Keenan Allen was always my guy. Right. Um, watching him, um, you know, at the top of his routes, the suddenness that he had, yeah. the decision-making, he was always a guy that I studied. So I would say it would be him. And then on the defensive side, uh, I would say when I came in, Slay, 
um, you know, just the, the preparation that he has, the yeah. film study. Right. Um, I think what stood out to me the most is when we had a talk before my rookie year, before the first game. Um, everything that he's seen about me, everything that, you know, he, he it was like he was studying me. Right. And he said, I can tell you when you're finna run a certain route by when you do certain things. Huh. And that was stood out to me like, okay, this is what they mean in the NFL when they say guys are studying things. Right. They can tell when you are giving tendencies away. Right. Did right. you take that then and, and change things up oh, after yeah, everything he told you? Definitely. Yeah, you, 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 okay, you played these corners here. Is it fair to say, like, Sneed was the best corner on both football teams? You know, playing man. I, I know that Charvarius is good on the 49ers. They got, uh, of course, uh, my man from Washington, McDuffie on the Chiefs. I like McDuffie. McDuffie is the guy? I, I like McDuffie. Um, you know, plays in the slot, plays outside. Right. Um, he's good in the run fits. Tackles, um, right? You know, tackling and things like that. I, I love McDuffie's game. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so you think he's the best all-around corner yeah. in this football game? Yeah. Yeah. Baby girl before week one. Congratulations. Appreciate it. How's it been so far? Oh, it's been great, man. You know, staying up in, in the middle of the night, but it's, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. How's she is. sleeping? Uh, she's up and down. One night she sleeps, one night she doesn't. Do you do diapers? Do you change them? Yeah. That's the best part of it. Don't forget you're rich and you can pay some people to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Don't forget that. Just letting you know. Hey, All right? <laughs> tell us what's up with Toyota. Um, yeah, you know, Toyota is officially the um, automotive partner of the NFL now, and um. At the Super Bowl experience, they have a game that you can play to get familiar with the Tacoma, the 24 Tacoma they have coming out. Okay. A little Tacoma action. Yeah. All right. All right. I see it. You get, look at you out here. One of the best receivers in football. Now he's making money on Radio Row, selling for Toyota. All right. Wait, what's the game? What's the game consist of over there? Um, like throwing a ball or catching a ball or that, what? I don't know, but I will be over there to, you know, play the game with some fans and, you know, get used to it. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to be checking it out on social media, see how you do in that game. Just Look so you for know. Devontae Smith <laughs> at the NFL experience with the Toyota game involving the new Tacoma. Congratulations on your success. Keep kicking ass. We look forward to seeing what you do next year. We look forward to talking to you again down the road. Devontae Smith. You're more too skinny, Live man. From You're the too Super Bowl skinny. Right after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We continue here at Radio Road. Joining us now, one of the best receivers in the National Football League. One of the who, best. Who finally got onto the kind of platform that allowed the world to recognize right. what Chris Sims has been saying for years now. And he really has been. I was giving you a hard time before, but he has been. <laughs> DJ Moore, one of the best receivers in football. Probably in your top five. De I mean, top five, right? Is it frustrating as a receiver off of that sometimes to go like, man, I know I'm like as good as Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, uh -huh. and you're not in the right situation. You're watching them get all the attention. How? What is that like? Yeah, when the stats marry each other, it's, it's like maybe it's because they're in a better market. But in Carolina, you know, it's a small small little market so right. when I got to Chicago it was just like I was doing the same things there now I'm doing here right, and right. it just got blown up yeah so I'm had happy a, for a it. Monday night game you did it you had yeah. stuff like that all of a sudden you're you're out there and you're yeah, a star definitely the Thursday night game is the Thursday made night me, made right. me blow up right the how Washington much, game how yeah. much did you know it was coming last year when the trade happened do you have an idea it might happen or it's just like boom they call you up you're going to Chicago uh, happened like that uh Happened so fast. I was just coming down my driveway because we was changing houses, uh, me and my family. So it was like, uh, yeah, you're getting traded to Chicago. Uh, so wait, you're changing houses in Charlotte. Yeah. And now it's time to change houses again. Yeah. Man. Oh, wow. So it was like, bang. 
sign the deal next year. Okay, you you leaving? We trade you for the first overall pick. Uh, so I was like, dang. Yeah, damn. But it's been cool, right? The experience. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, Chicago, the fans, the organization has been lovely. They all treated me with open arms. So. I loved it. Yeah, all right, so we're not going to dance around this subject. You know where we're going right here, right? Going, all right. Yeah. I mean, right because, to it, baby. Right. We right. might as well just get it get it over with because I think we're both believers in keep Justin Fields. Yeah. He does a lot of good, right? He's getting better and better, throwing mm -hmm. decisions, all that. Build the freaking team around you guys. We're kind of that, but we feel like it may be going the other way. So uh, where, where are you feeling about this, or how are you feeling about this? You took this? the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. That's uh, everything I've been saying. So uh, his growth has been phenomenal. If you look at the games where he came back off an injury, he's been everything that you can ask out of a quarterback. Uh, just putting your players in position to win and getting the ball to his playmakers. And if he got to do it himself, he, he does it himself and takes it like 50, 60 yards and uh, does his thing. And... That's all you can ask is just steady growth, and that's what he did. Yeah. Hey, DJ, tell us something we don't know about Justin Fields that we should know. Uh, he's a great leader. Like, he might not say it uh, out loud, but he leads by example, and, like, if he has to speak up, he will speak up and make things happen. Are you surprised with, like, how it's so polarizing, mm -hmm. right? Like, it feels like in Chicago, he turned the fan base a little in his favor towards the yeah. end of the year, where I would go on things in Chicago, and they'd be like, yeah, we're, we're up for keeping Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, do you get exhausted, like, kind of sticking up for him at times? Uh, no, I don't get exhausted because I know uh, his growth and that uh, everything that he went through uh, the, past, the past year and then the year that I came in. So just to see that year that he – they went three and what something yeah, like that, right? And then the turnaround and just had add more for four more wins. It had had to be something uh, with growth. Uh, so I'm proud of him, and uh, I know the fans love him. And and really you're on record, and you want Justin Fields as your quarterback. I'm definitely on record. Yeah. This year started slowly, and then there was a point where it all turned. And by the mm -hmm. end of the year, you were one of those teams like you know the rest of the teams that are getting into the NFC playoffs may not want the Bears to right. get in. What was the thing that turned it around for yeah. you guys? Uh, just everybody just, just honing in on different things. You know, O-line was just focused on the O-line. Running backs was focused on their game plan. Receivers and quarterbacks was focused on theirs. So everybody was just locked in and just like, hey, we got to make this thing go. The coaches just going to call the plays that they call, and we just got to make it work. How Good. surprised were you that Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator, wasn't kept with the team? Uh, how surprised was I? I mean, it was 50-50. It was uh, exit interviews was uh, with the GM and and the head coach. So you could no feel matter, it. A you could feel it coming. You could uh, feel something. There was questions ruined. or yeah. something, right? So at that point, it was just like it's up to them to make the decision, and everybody gave their input, and I mean that happened, and now we have Shane. So on to that. What's the what's the big difference between Chicago and Carolina? Like just playing there and, and being a part um, of you know both those kind of cultures the fans the fans are crazy are in chicago crazy right in chicago right and they're starving it's, it's, they're starving but they they're crazy respectful fans you know they, cool. they if they see you out there they respect you uh if you wish your family are out eating and charlotte they're the same way but charlotte they was a little bit more scary and timid they come up and chicago oh, they just, chicago, they're just like they hey come i'm up. a chicago yeah. Bears fan yeah, hey, yeah, 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 right. come on right to you but they'd be respectful <laughs> with it uh, all right um i know you know I, I think you're one of the most talented guys in football and usually talent knows talent right mm -hmm. i told you before we started michael parsons said you were the best player he played against two years ago give me receiver in football right now that kind of puts you in awe at times and you go damn that's a baller mm -hmm. and give me a defensive guy that you just go damn that guy's good when I see him on the field every week uh Justin Jefferson has a hot hand right now a receiver yeah, right no he does different things his uh, fanboy Justin Jefferson watch out his Minnesota Vikings fan oh no oh I know right yeah. so you know this is about to talk Justin to Jefferson and you just want to make this isn't you about and me, me. And, and he's the DJ Moore fanboy yeah. right and when Justin was on yesterday he I didn't do this to him and he didn't do this so I you know go ahead do your thing do your thing he, he, he was talking about Justin great Jefferson, players go yeah. ahead sir. He, he does some amazing things as, as you can see he put his career his young career together it's been amazing uh the one hand catches the him showing up in big time moments and then on the defensive side you gotta give it to Snead from the Chiefs oh he's been shadowing people and right. putting people on locks uh 
So, I mean, yeah, you got to face that this year, yeah, right? Could, so, yeah. he so really it was he was the real deal. Real deal. Yeah. Did he try yeah, to, cool to manhandle you the way we saw him do to uh, Tyreek Hill? Yeah, he called me one time. Like <laughs> he did? Yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, don't do that again. And I was ready for it after that. And like, he called me on. It was like real sneaky with it. So, uh, you don't know when it's coming. So, yeah. it was, it was what's like, he do, right. though? What's he do that, that you don't see it coming? Just his demeanor? Uh, like, he acts like he's not going to do it and then he just does it? He, like, he's looking at the ball and then he, like, quick jams you as soon as like he knows the snap counts coming so it was like like a real big shock when and you're looking it. at the ball yeah and so to i was like, looking and yeah. then i turned i got hit i said whoa <laughs> <laughs> i i appreciate you being uh honest about it yeah. and letting us know that that's that's uh that's cool you got something going on with mountain dew tell us more about it dj yeah i'm with mountain dew uh after i had this big commotion uh on a, on a podcast with a fellow teammate of mine uh Equinemia St. Brown and about me loving Mountain Dew. They Man. they they reached out and wow. Uh, wow. Now now uh Baja Blast is a big deal. And on Sunday it's a big commercial coming out and I uh, can't wait to see it and uh I may or may not be a part of it. So uh Wow. We which means he's a part of it. Which means he's a part of it. Baller here is doing last Super night, Bowl I got home last Mountain night after Dill. eleven and I stopped at the store in yeah. the hotel and I got a big bottle of Diet Mountain Dew yeah. and I drank it all and it was awesome. And then I was up till three. What? But my, <laughs> that's what they do. They that <laughs> they that first. I love Mountain Dew. Like yes. Mountain Dew, other than just Pepsi itself, is yes. my next drink. Like de- definitely down the line. You're drinking Diet Mountain Dew? Yeah, I was Diet? Like Diet? what do you what do you what do you have I'm trying, I'm underwear trying to, model this May, morning? Maybe I do. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> nah, you gotta go regular. You gotta go regular, you gotta go regular Mountain Dew, man. Come All on. Right. Well, DJ, congratulations on your success. We're both big fans. Great to see you doing well with the Bears and we'll be watching and waiting to see what happens at the quarterback position. Thanks, as always. You're the man, D. Okay, homies. Hope you enjoyed those great convos from Radio Row. Uh, We've got one more Super Bowl interview episode for you uh, where Chris and Mike DeFlorio talk to some of the top defensive players in the league, including Aiden Hutchinson and TJ Watt. Uh, Plus, we also, uh, in that episode, will have a chat with Emmett Smith, who does not hold back on the Cowboys' dysfunction. So that's coming at you on Friday, and we'll talk to you then. Peace out. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.